I said, uh, open your chest up. He opened his chest. I said, stop beating on your chest. One young man came to me. This is a, this is a funny story. A young man came to me recent, uh, last year in a, in a community. And he's a, he's, a, he's a lovely young man. You know, I knew him from before. But now he's suffering from a deep problem. And he's telling me, Sayyid, I want to see you. So I had office hours. But he couldn't come to the office hours because he had no one to drop him off. So I was like, why can't you drive? He's like, I can't drive anymore. So I'm like, hmm, what's, what are you going through? So then one day his dad brought him. He's a 23, 24 year old man. He comes to the masjid. He sits down with me. I'm like, what's going on? He sits and he starts crying. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, I have a big problem for last year. I can't leave my house alone. Why? What's going on? I can't leave the house. I need someone to be with me. I can't drive on my own. I can't walk outside on my own. I'm always going through anxiety. I'm always going through all these problems. I'm looking at him and his shoulders are bent over like this and he's just looking down, he's crying and he starts telling me about his addictions, spiritual you know, problems that he has and, and addictions and he can't get over them and he feels like he's just going to go to hell. And he's such a beautiful young man. You know those people who are just so spiritual deep inside and they take any sin so seriously but he's taken it to the point where it's completely destroyed him, right? And I'm looking at him and he's waiting for some spiritual advice. And he's reading up on these legends, mystics like Sheikh Bahjat and how to be, you know, and you're 23 year old, you're trying to be Sheikh Bahjat at 70 years old. It's not easy. That's why I say Hawza can destroy young men who go to Hawza that don't know what they're getting themselves into, can destroy them when it makes you think that you have to be Imam Khomeini at, at, at 20 years old, right? If you know what you're getting into, then it's much better for you. But spirituality can destroy you. Religion can destroy you if you don't do it right, right? And this man, young man was getting destroyed. And I looked at him, I told him, stand up. He stood up. I said, uh, open your chest up. He opened his chest. I said, stop beating on your chest. And he started beating. He's like, he's like, say it. This feels kind of arrogant. I'm like, yeah, good. Start walking around the room with your, with your hands out. And he was feeling stupid. And yes, it looks stupid. But it's not. He starts walking around. And I'm like, all right, bro, you're a man, yeah? Do not look down. Keep your chest out. Chin up. Speak from your gut. Don't speak from here. With a shallow voice. Speak from your God. Be passionate when you speak. Be strong. I said, I want you, I'm going to give you objective every day to walk just five minutes around the house like this. And he's like, oh, I don't know. If I can. I'm like, look, five minutes, man. That's it. That's what I want from you. Five minutes. And you're going to work out every day. You're going to work out. You're going to use some dumbbells in your house. You're going to work out. You're going to pump. You're going to get some muscles. And you're going to do this. And he said it felt wrong because, you know, it didn't feel humble. And I was like, no, no, no. Do not misunderstand. We're not people who just walk around like this all the time. And you have certain personality types that maybe are more humble. That's okay. But everyone has to, not everyone has to be some brute, right? But everyone has their own body type. Everyone has their own, you know, disposition. But at the same time, we all have these archetypes in common that we need to find an equilibrium for. He messages me next day, day after that. Slowly, it began to be seven minutes, eight minutes. Then he went to the park and he came back. And his mom messages me. She's like, he's a different boy. I don't know what you did to my son. A whole year he's been suffering from this. I don't know what you've done, but he's walking outside alone. Two weeks later, we have a gathering. We, every, every week we had a gathering with the, with the Shabab, the boys. He comes in like this on his own, sits down. He's putting the chairs out, giving the bottles out, confident. I'm looking at him. I'm like, sure, confidence, huh? He's like, yeah, man. And his, his little veins coming out on his <laughs> bicep, right? And he sits down, bro. When I tell you his mom messages me now and tells me you saved my son's life and I'm thinking, what did I do? I told him to stand up and start, you know, acting like a little gorilla. <laughs> I didn't do anything. 
but I'm just trying to make him tap into some masculine energy. That's it. That's inside him, inside all of us. That's it. He's married now. He had an issue with finding a woman. Didn't know how to speak to a girl. A few months later. You tell him just go up to a girl and beat the chest. Yeah, and... yeah, that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, um, Remind me never to come to you for advice. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he became confident. Yeah. yeah. He became confident enough. He realized... Obviously, it didn't end there. You know, it's not. It's not the. the yeah, that yeah. wasn't the solution. There was a lot more to it. But I'm trying to give you the the base of it was to tap into the warrior inside you that gets suppressed. Because you suppress it, you start going through these destructive emotions. 